For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers show brought to you by betonline.ag. The Steelers, a three-point underdog on Sunday night football against the Ravens. We'll break it down on today's episode of the Believe in Steelers show. But before you do, head to betonline.ag. They'll take care of all of your football gambling needs. 365, 24-7, wherever you're at, don't matter the time. Make sure y'all go to betonline.ag. You can see the website on your screen right now. Use our promo code BELIEVE. That's also on your screen. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, cue the music. It's time to start the show. Welcome to the Believe in Steelers show on the Believe Network. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, joined as always by my guy, Pittsburgh Steelers scout, two-time Super Bowl champion and 12-year veteran of the team, number 24, Ike Taylor, IT. Merry Christmas to you and yours. The Steelers rally against the Raiders on Christmas Eve. And I'm feeling good, man. I'm in the holiday spirit. I hope you've had a fantastic Christmas and holiday season. How are you doing this morning, man? Hey, Merry Christmas to you too, Mark, and the family. Uh, happy holidays as well. I'm definitely in the holiday spirit. You know, Christmas is a good time of the year to end the year, then going into 2023, man. What a blessing. But yeah, the Pittsburgh Steelers pulled it off 13 to 10, a must needed win. Yeah, 13 points 50 years ago for the Immaculate Reception, 13 points 50 years later. It was two rookies scoring. 1972, you had Franco Harris with the Immaculate Reception, and then they get the ball to George Pickens and Ike. You see what happens when George Pickens gets the football in his hands. See, you're drinking some honey over there, too. I hope you're doing all right oh, yeah. with your allergies this morning. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I mean, we've been talking about George Pickens. You've definitely been talking about George Pickens. When you get George Pickens, the ball, good things happen. And that's exactly what happened for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Just find a way, find a reason. Uh, don't throw the young man the ball when needed. Unless it's needed, give George Pickens an opportunity, and he's going to make the best of it. So that's exactly what he did, uh, scoring that late last touchdown to seal the Pittsburgh Steelers victory. But if you've just been studying and watching George Pickens, Mark, his adjustment to the ball, his feet play on the sideline, his toughness when it comes to blocking, his swag when it comes to scoring. 
I mean, the man just got it all. All he asking you is get him the ball at least five or six times a game. Yeah, I want to say that to be five to ten, Ike. And this is where I'm going to tell your credentials <laughs> playing. This is where I'm going to tell your credentials playing in the league for 12 years, Ike, because you uh-huh. went against everybody. And you went against really high-caliber teammates that were receivers. And I could list all the names of the great receivers you played. So when you were boots on the ground in training camp and you go, oh, yeah, uh-huh. George Pickens is the real deal. I take that a little bit more seriously, given your decade plus of experience as a player. So when you say that, Ike, to me, this is where I'm going to flex your credentials. It means a little bit more than if it's just, you know, some studio analyst or some reporter, given your playing experience, Ike. This is where I'm going to flex your credentials. Hey, I appreciate that, Mark. But yeah, when I saw George, I was like, oh, he's going to be hell. Uh, he's going to make, if you if you a cornerback, and you think you're good, and you in training camp with George Pickens, I would line up against George every play, every opportunity I had. If you're a cornerback and you think you're good, I would line up against Deontay Johnson every opportunity I had. And here's why. I get a tall guy who's elusive, who's fast, who has tremendous ball skills, who can catch it at any radius he wants to. I have a short guy who's quick, who's elusive, who can stop on a dime anytime he wants to. So as a corner, especially in the NFL, I got the best of both worlds sitting at home. And that's exactly what I did with Plexico Burris, Hans Ward, Antoine Randall L. I got three different body types. I got three different kinds of speeds. I got three different personalities. I got three different talents. So every week who I thought they was gonna line me up against, I went against that guy in practice. So if I'm a corner, all you corners who are listening to the Believe in Steelers podcast, and you have an opportunity to have a Pro Bowl caliber receiver or receivers, go against them. Don't sign Petrie. Don't sign peace treaties. Make it as competitive as you can. They say iron sharpens iron, and they ain't lying about that. Ike, was it almost easier for you once you got to the games compared to who you would go up against in practice? Uh, I wouldn't say easy, Mark, because I would never want to discredit. Sure. Uh, anybody who plays in the NFL, but it was smoother. It wasn't, it okay. wasn't, it wasn't much as a hassle. All I had to do was study the offensive coordinator. I knew who I was going against. Okay. How do the OC wants, want to get him the ball? Do they have a, do the quarterback and the receiver have a good relationship? Are they married? Um, is it up and down? Does he like to look up? Does he like to look at this receiver on third downs and why? So that was pretty, <coughs> excuse me. That was pretty much the only thing I had to go through. I was very fortunate for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're still doing it, to be able to draft receivers all the time, and they usually hit every time they draft a receiver and to play corner for Pittsburgh. You know, that's that's a match made in heaven for me because I get to practice against these guys all the time. So, yeah, Mark, I wouldn't say easy just off of the respect level. You can, but I would say uh, (laughs) it wasn't that bad going into the games. Well said, Ike. I didn't mean to put words into your mouth, but uh, no, you're good. Was, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, very impressed with Kenny Pickett on that final drive. Seven of nine, 75 yards, game-winning touchdown pass with less than a minute left to Pickens. Found Pat Fryermuth on just mm-hmm. the play you'd see in the backyards and just trying to make a play. Found Najee Harris out of the backfield several times. Najee's really been going north and south since the bye week, Ike. And it's something I hope Deontay Johnson can learn from because Deontay, Deontay is a dynamic playmaker. 
but right. go north and south, get what you can. If you can't get any more yardage, go down, cover the ball with two hands and live to see the next Correct. down. But I really noticed that with Najee in that last drive where it was like a want to, and it was, I'm going to get as much yardage as I can going north and south and getting as much yardage as I can. And to me, it was just picket making plays his playmaking ability late in that game. And that was the difference. And what was a very low scoring game. Now I must say this too, Ike, and we talk about this all the time when we get into November, December, January football, this was the second coldest game in Steelers franchise history. Weather definitely played a factor in this game. I think that contributes to Chris Boswell missing two field goals throughout the game. They even mentioned during the broadcast that both quarterbacks, both Pickett and Carr were overthrowing receivers, throwing the ball over receivers head. The weather played a factor in that, no doubt. So anything we analyze from that game, Mike, that is a factor that you have to consider. And it's kind of like Coach Tomlin said, the Steelers want to be an all-weather team, and they're able to rally and figure it out on the offensive side of the ball. I was very impressed with Kenny Pickett on that final drive. Yo, I mean, from that first drive from the Raiders, it didn't look good for the Pittsburgh Steelers at all because they just mm -hmm. ran the ball down the field and came up with a score. But after that, Pittsburgh settled in on the Ravens. The Raiders, after that, really couldn't get back to that first drive. They wind up throwing the ball a lot. And thank you, Derek Carr, for throwing them three picks. That's exactly what the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> said. But as far as Kenny Pickett, Mark, Kenny Pickett uh, has that it factor. Um, no disrespect. <coughs> excuse me. No disrespect to Ken no disrespect to Mitchell Trubisky or Mason Rudolph, but it just looks the offense just looks different. Mark, when Kenny Pickett is on the field, that swag just looked different. When Kenny Pickett is on the field, um, the city and the stadium just looked different. When Kenny Pickett is on the field, uh, the receivers feel and move different. When Kenny Pickett is on the field, fair move catches more balls. Uh, when Kenny looks for him, when Kenny is on the field, uh, the running game, the the offensive line play, everything just looked different. When Kenny is on the field, so um, Kenny is Kenny is the man. Kenny is the franchise. Um, I think the Pittsburgh still is. Hit it on the head, like you said, Mark, when Kenny first started off, uh, we had our growing pains, but the last four or five games when Kenny Pickett being, you know, behind or under center, Kenny Pickett has looked like Kenny Pickett and was that a growing young quarterback in the National Football League who now gets it and getting better every week. All right, Ike, we're going to move to the defensive side of the ball. You thought I might forget. Mm -hmm. I didn't. The three interceptions of Derek Carr, Arthur Millett, Minka Fitzpatrick, and then Cam Sutton with the – game ceiling interception oh, heck oh, of a yeah. catch heck of a catch mm -hmm. and yeah. i don't think cam sutton's a number one corner however he can be your number two he can also play at the nickelback position as well he's in a contract season ike player i wouldn't mind the steelers bringing back next season i'm just saying this i'm putting this out there right, now right is a heck of a catch that he had against the raiders to help the steelers seal the win yeah um i mean with the with the cam sudden pick it's just, you know, let me go out on lick this stamp and put it on the envelope, seal it off, and I just mail it. That's exactly what they did to the Raiders offense when Cam called the interception. He went on, put the stamp on the letter, and mail mailing me, the Raiders had to fly all the way back to Vegas coming from Cold Pittsburgh. That's exactly what Cam did. Um, Arthur, Arthur wound up tipping the ball, playing volleyball with himself off of a bounce pass, and, you know, Minka, Minka, Minka always in position. You know, Minka always around the ball, bounced off the tight end, came straight to him. And here we go, Minka again. So for them to have the trifecta to seal the game, um, that's an old Pittsburgh still a score right there, 13 to 10. That's exactly what you're looking for. You know, the games are boring when it comes down to views. Um, but as far as like a player, we love them kind of games, especially if you're on defense. 
Cam Cam Hayward wind up being a defensive player of the week. You saw yeah, what he, he did. He went he went crazy. And I'll let you talk about his stats. He went crazy <laughs> for the Raiders game. So I mean Pittsburgh as a whole, um to 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 watch the you saw Miles, you saw Devin. It, it was it was a group effort. Mark, you saw them boys playing like Pittsburgh still should play, you know, and it started from the front and that thing, that energy worked all the way to the back when it came down to the defensive side. Yeah, Cam to Cam, Mike, and you're in my brain again. Uh, AFC Defensive Player of the Week, seven tackles, three tackles for loss, two quarterback hits, two sacks, and a pass deflection. He was everywhere, and he was the one carrying the number 32 flag to honor Franco Harris before the game and after the game, Mike. You could see how much it meant to him in carrying on that Steelers legacy and Steelers tradition to Mm -hmm. honor Franco Mm -hmm. Harris. Cam Hayward played out of his mind on Christmas Eve against the Raiders, and I'm glad to see he got his recognition with AFC Defensive Player um, of the Week. Yeah, much love to Franco and his family. Yeah, um, Franco, from, from me to Franco, he is Pittsburgh. He is a man of that city. Um, he's everything which you think a person from Pittsburgh should be, uh, caring, hardworking, selfless, uh, care more about others than himself. And if you just look at the teammates who came out, his former teammates who came out to uh, honor that retired jersey, I think this is only the third jersey in Pittsburgh still mm-hmm. history to be retired. So um, major shout out, major props, major prayers to, to, to the Harris family. But Franco, just having my experiences with Franco, just a little soft-spoken, uh, uh, cool, collective uh, guy. And you're like, dang, he was hell on the field. Like, how he be this soft-spoken? But he'll run you over and not even think twice about it. So um just honoring a great Franco Harris. Uh Franco Harris is four one two. And that's how I'm acknowledge that. So uh, I'm just honestly, Mark, I'm just proud to have played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, to have talked to, sat down, ate, spoke with legends, um, living legends right now in the late <coughs> excuse me and the late Franco Harris. So um, if I could script it, I wouldn't script it any other way as far as like the organization I played for. Um, if I can script it, I wouldn't script it any other way as far as like being around legends as the, the late great Pittsburgh Steelers in the 70s and what we tried to mimic. Um, but that was the birth of, that was the birth of the dynasty that that immaculate reception for Franco. Um, they didn't they didn't win the Super Bowl that year, but that sparked the dynasty in the in the seventies, and that was all because of Franco. Yeah, and he joins Ernie Stautner and Mean Joe Green, the only other two players with their jerseys officially retired by the team. Mike, I'll put this out there. I think Troy Polamalu would be next. And again, this is coming from a franchise where. If they retired all the jerseys of the players who are deserving, there wouldn't much. be any numbers left. There yeah. wouldn't be an, yeah. an, any numbers Correct. left to wear. I think Palomalu's 43, and there are a few other jerseys, too, of other players that are, like, unofficially retired. I think right. Troy gets there one day, though, Ike. Correct. Uh, TP, TP3. Uh, the reason why we call him TP3, uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that's the three. Troy Palomalu, <laughs> you put there first, but yeah. Uh, baby Jesus, for sure, um, no doubt in my mind, he's going to be one of those official retired. Uh, Jay, he's, I mean, he's just different, man. The dude just, 
Dude, just they like just like every retired jersey like Minjo Green. Different. Franco different. TP yeah. different. And Pittsburgh wind up drafting a lot of guys who was just different. But them guys was different. When you are alpha amongst alphas and alphas say you're gonna be in the Hall of Fame from a rookie, you know you're different. That's that's what we said about Troy. Like, oh yeah, man, I'm playing with the Hall of Fame and, and this is the first practice. And this this coming from the veteran guys. Like, damn, we playing with the Hall of Fame. The first practice, we playing with the Hall of Fame. It, you just already Who know. Who said like, that, Ike? Which teammate said that were was just like because you were also a rookie it, it at was, that point. It, it was a group, but you know, I was hanging with the vets. I was a young wild. They used to call me uh 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 man, what nickname they they gave me? Young Gunner. So they they cause I was wild, Mark, I was wild, I was wild, I was wild, I was wild, I was wild. So it was Joey Porter, uh, James Ferrier, and Casey Hampton. You know them, them three. They were like, oh yeah, this this dude here, like, he going to the Hall of Fame. But they they already knew, like he, he going to the Hall of Fame. I was like, damn, y'all like, see it, y'all see it that fast? Yeah, yeah. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yep. All right, Ike, we will continue on. So Cam Hayward gets his due. Great night for right. the Steelers. They rally. Right. Snow in Pittsburgh, Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas, Steelers fans. And now you got two games left, standing at right. seven and eight. Right. Game flex to prime time against your bitter rival, Baltimore Ravens. Oh, yeah, Ike. But Tomlin yeah, said it yesterday to. on Tuesday where it's like if you're getting flex, that's a good position that you're playing yeah. games that are meaningful late mm-hmm. in the season. Yeah, I mean, you know, early on, the week going into week two, um, they had them at the one o'clock. Then, you know, then they get the phone call, hey, it could be four eight. You know, the fact that you calling me, telling me my game could change from, from one to four eight, that means we got business, we got action. So, yeah, now the Pittsburgh going to the 820 game, um, I mean, the way it's looking, uh, Pittsburgh would have liked for the Chargers to lose, but they didn't. But the fact it's on a prime time uh, time uh, at eight twenty against a divisional rivalry, <coughs> excuse me, against the Ravens, that's even better. And I think Pittsburgh gonna go it on, come out with this W. So don't even ask me, Mark. I think Pittsburgh gonna squeeze it out. It's gonna be another low scoring uh, game between them and the Ravens. But I think Pittsburgh is on a roll. Um, I think Fairmont. I think Fairmont and Deontay. I think Dante finally gets in the paint. Dante Johnson finally gets in the paint yes. on this game right here. I think Fairmont will be uh, a huge, a huge factor in this game. And George gonna make his plays when he need to, but I think they're gonna keep a keep a, a clean eye on George. They don't want George to get off, especially from what Marlon Humphrey said from the last game. Like, hey, this this rookie was down to open every time on, on me, and we talking about a a Pro Bowl corner them every year he's been in the league. So yeah, I got the I got the Steelers uh in the close game uh 17 14. Make sure y'all go to betonline.ag um and make sure y'all hit my score up there 17 14 the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday night. I'll take the Steelers 20 to 17 on Sunday night. The Steelers play well Correct. in prime time. Ike I think it's really hard to beat your division rival twice in a season, Correct. let alone three times when you did it. Back in 08, I going to the Super Bowl and winning the Super oh, Bowl. Oh, you went all the way back. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it's tough to do that. And uh, John Harbaugh, the Ravens coach has been coy on whether Lamar Jackson's going to play. So I think a lot is contingent on that. And look, I know the Steelers do play Lamar Jackson. Well, Mm -hmm. well in the Ravens, uh, in Jackson's three game absence, the Ravens 30th in points at 12 points per game, 21st in total yards, 31st in passing 32nd in red zone efficiency. So I know the Steelers play Jackson well, but if the if the Ravens can get Jackson back, that's huge for them. And remember, too, Correct. Ravens are already in the playoffs now, so they're just jockeying for better playoff positioning. Obviously, the Steelers need to win, and they need some help, help if they uh, if they have any play, playoff aspirations for themselves. But I compared to where they were several weeks ago, you're at least giving yourself a chance. You're giving yourself a shot here with two weeks, two games left in the 2022 season. Yeah, that's all you can ask for. Um, but when you win, everything else will take care of itself. Uh, whether yeah. the Pittsburgh Steelers make the playoffs or not, Mark, they just finished the season on a high note if they win these last two games, to be honest with you. So they'll have something to look forward to going into the 2023 season. You know, you got a rookie quarterback um, who got that under his belt. You got a rookie receiver who is not a rookie. Um, he just got rookie on it. But you can only imagine how good, uh, you know, George Pickens is going to be next year, so say. So, the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, the Pittsburgh Steelers got an opportunity to fight with the with the Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals for the AFC, the top of the AFC next year, just in my mind. But they just need to win out this year, regardless of whether they be in the playoffs or not, Mark. Yeah, I, we'll see what happens Sunday night. So really excited for that. And there's a lot of different combinations because the Patriots, Jets, and Titans are still above the Steelers in the standings mm-hmm. on the bubble of the playoffs. But the main scenario, and there are several of them, would be Steelers win the last two games, Dolphins lose mm-hmm. both of the last two games, Seahawks beat the Jets, and the Bills beat the Patriots. So, again, there mm-hmm. are other combinations, but that's like the main one if the Steelers find themselves in the playoffs. And, Ike, I'll say this. I think they faced a longer shot a year ago and they got in. So I think there's sure a chance. Did. I don't think there's a, sure a huge chance, but I think they do have a chance. What that could do for a young player like a Kenny Pickett, like a George Pickens, because Ike, you've got a rookie quarterback placing a Hall of Famer after 18 years. You've got a new defensive coordinator. You have a new general manager. It's been, mm-hmm. you know, you knew there was going to be some growing pains this season Correct. to be where the Steelers are at. And, man, if Tomlin avoids the sub-500 record, Ike, I know we were impressed with that in the 2019 season when he was playing with a fourth-string quarterback. But, man, yet again, I continue to be impressed. I continue to be impressed. And in certain regards, he's a victim of his own success, Ike, because if the Steelers do make the playoffs, they're not going to do much once they get there this season. But you're still competitive. You're still in a lot of these games. When Ike, from a talent standpoint, I know you've got some star players like a TJ Watt, a Minka, but it, it's not like from a talent level, you're on the same level as the NFL's elite. I mean, go back to the Philly game earlier this year if you want that on full display, Ike. And, you know, really, other than that game, the Steelers have been in a lot of games this season. That's all I'm trying right. to say. Yeah, you know, I mean, Coach, Coach T just, I'm telling you, is a magician, especially with a rookie quarterback. <laughs> Again, they got they got veteran quarterbacks that doesn't have the record, you know, Coach T have right now. So what he's doing with a rookie quarterback, and they shuffed the rookie quarterback in around the third or fourth game. So he didn't, he didn't have an opportunity to start the season as a starter. 
So what Cote doing, man? Cote, Cote, a magician, Mark. Yeah. Like, um, let's keep this rolling. JJ yes. Watt announcing his retirement after this season. And mm-hmm. I go back to the interview we had with John McClain of the Houston mm-hmm. Chronicle. I listened to it back. We talked to him in February of 2021 because JJ mm-hmm. Watt at the time was on the free agent market. And he said, if you made a Mount Rushmore of Houston athletes, it would be JJ Watt, yeah. Earl Campbell, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Nolan Ryan. Four yeah. all-time greats in their respective yeah. sports. Yeah. And Ike, I'll say this too, JJ Watt, first ballot Hall of Famer, three-time yeah. defensive player of the year, and the greatest yeah. Houston Texans to ever play for that franchise. That's where I'm at when I heard this news. He'll retire at the conclusion of this season. Yeah, I got an opportunity to 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 see JJ Watt up close in person. Um, JJ Watt just totally different. Um, that's when JJ Watt was going crazy. And that's when he was catching interceptions at the line of scrimmage and taking them to the house. Mm-hmm. That's the JJ Watt I remember. Um, that's the JJ Watt I remember just getting 20, 20 and twenty. And what you mean by that? I, I get twenty sacks this year. I get twenty sacks the following year. That's the that's the JJ Watt I know. You know that's that's the JJ Watt like a. <coughs> sitting in team meetings and coach like on the offensive side y'all already know who we got to stop who jj white and you can't stop him just the jj white i know so yeah jj white for sure um talking about first um if, if you if you want to go between him and tom brady if you want to go zero ballot you know if you want to say they need to already be in there right now tomorrow when they retire if they retire on thursday they need to be on there on friday <laughs> Might as well make something happen. That's the that's the JJ Y I know. So JJ Y was just totally different. Totally different. Totally different. He was he was a totally different species, man. When he that 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 dude the uh to be that big and that athletic, to have the awareness. And that's what I think people don't understand is it's much more of the awareness. To be able to pick off screens and passes at the line of scrimmage, uh your IQ gotta be super high. And his IQ been high for a long time. I guess his body was breaking down. Um, I know he just had a kid, so you know how that gets. Oh, man, he won't spend time. He didn't did everything he can do. I mean, this is going on 12 total years for J.J. Watt. So the man did everything. Um, defensive player of the year. I remember Houston had the big hurricane. Uh, he, he wound up rallying millions and millions and millions yep. of dollars for the community and the city. Like, it, what, he, what he didn't do. Um, so that's how I look at at J.J. Watt, from on to off the field, to seeing how much money he generated with the hurricane in Houston, um, it was, that was major. That was major for us as players. Made everybody step their game up. Um, and the city of Houston just embraced him, like one of their own, just like how we embraced Franco. That's exactly how Houston embraced J.J. Like he, that's the, when, you say, when you say Houston, you say J.J. with it, J.J. Houston. So that's exactly what it is. But um. First ballot, hall, first ballot Hall of Famer for sure, Mark. Ike, I'm glad you mentioned that because before I get to his 2014 season where I look at his numbers uh-huh. and they're like a video game, let's go to 2017, Hurricane Harvey. And what J.J. Watt was able to do for relief for that area is the reason he won Walter Payton Man of the Year that year. So thank Easy. you for mentioning that, Hurricane Harvey uh-huh. in 2017. And he was just such an important ambassador of the city. Because I remember even when I was in Florida at the station, we were doing stories about J.J. Watt and his humanitarian efforts to help people in need. It was it was J.J. Watt and like Mattress Mac were the two that were raising millions. Yeah. Yeah. Mattress Mac. Hey, don't forget Mattress Mac was going. He was he was he was cutting up too, cutting up in a good way like that. 
Man, that city, that that city with JJ, like, you know what, you one hundred percent right. With JJ White and Matthews Matt did together, um, get a movie, get a movie on it, put a movie on it, put a movie because yeah. for people who didn't see it or don't remember, put a movie on that thing. Put it because JJ JJ did his thing. JJ, what I mean, did his thing like he blessed a lot of people, man. He blessed. Go ahead and put a movie on that, man. Put put a movie on that 2000. Um, in a time of crisis, um, JJ Watt became a blessing to the city of Houston. Put a movie. He, he, really, he put football to the side. He was like, F football. Man, I, I got a, my right now, my role is to take care of these people in Houston. Like, do you let me go through the 2014 stats and I'm going to give you my half baked theory about JJ Watt. 2014 okay. leads the league in sacks 20 and a half leads the league in tackles for loss 29 51 quarterback hits he had an 80 yard interception return touchdown a 45 yard fumble return touchdown a safety three receiving touchdowns on the offensive side of the ball the defensive player of the year and second in MVP voting Ike if there was ever going to be a defensive MVP not just defensive player of the year but a defensive <laughs> MVP to me, that was the year because I read that stat line. It's like those are Madden numbers. That's something you would put up in a video game. That was one season of JJ Watt's excellence. Now, let me give you my half baked theory. He mm-hmm. retires for a year. Steelers have his brothers, TJ Watt, Derek I Watt. Hang, I ain't going to. Alex Highsmith will be in the final year of his contract in the 2023 season. He sits out for a year. Oh, the Steelers need an edge rusher. Hey, we got your two brothers. How about pairing the two? It's my half-baked theory. I don't think it'll happen. I'm putting it out there, though. I'm just, it's a half-baked idea. I don't actually believe this, Ike. No, Mark, Mark, what you, I mean, what you're saying makes sense. If you think about (laughs) it, that'd be the first three for Pittsburgh, three brothers on one team. So you got two defense yeah. two defensive players players of the year on one team i ain't never i ain't never heard i ain't never seen that before one um two it's not a far-fetched because you said some stuff earlier and i thought man that dude just be talking to wind up coming true so i ain't even i ain't even putting nothing past you when you get to talking like that you be manifesting stuff but i saw i saw i saw how he looked at his baby that's mm-hmm. how i knew it was over when when he when he looked at his newborn I said, yeah, he 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 good. He all the way good. He all the mentally he's free. That's what I said in my head. So if I didn't see that mark, then maybe I'd be thinking something different. But the way he looked at his newborn, ain't no coming back. No I, coming I hear back. you, Ike. I hear you, Ike. But when this comes to fruition a year from now, timestamp this right now, December the 28th, 2022. I'm getting ahead of the headlines when oh the Steelers needed Ed Trusher. They don't know what to do with Alex Highsmith. We don't know if they should do the franchise tag contract negotiations. Oh, who's out there? JJ Watt. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. I mean, Let that man. I'm gonna say. Out. I'm gonna say you said it. I'm gonna say you said it first before anybody even thought about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. The Broncos fire Nathaniel Hackett. Ike. There are mm-hmm. odds out there, courtesy of Bet Online, on who the next head coach will be. Before we get mm-hmm. there, most games scoring. Less than 17 points. The 2022 Broncos have scored less than 17 points 11 times this season. Remember, there's still two games mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. Most any team ever. So the offense and Ike, you know how frustrated there are times this season I get with mm-hmm. the Steelers offense. 
Broncos offense is even worse with points per game. So they get rid of Nathaniel Hackett. It has not worked out so far with Russell Wilson and the huge contract they gave him. But let me, let me read some names. If any of them stick out, stop me. Sean Payton, Dan Quinn, Jim Caldwell, D'Amico Ryans, Eric B. Enemy. Start right there. Okay. Okay. Start right there. D'Amico Ryan going, D'Amico Ryan going to Denver because they need some discipline. They need some discipline in the locker room. They need some discipline. Um, just in general, they need a young, they need a young vibe. Uh, their defense already has been spectacular. Uh, you put D'Amico um Ryan on that defense, you can you can only imagine what that defense is going to be. I think they just need a whole different vibe. Uh, you want to talk about the LA Chargers. I don't want to fire nobody but Sean Payton to the LA Chargers. Okay. That's just my personal opinion. I've been saying this for the longest, and that's, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stick with it. So, but yeah, um, D'Amico Ryan, uh, it's time to give a a a, a young, up and coming should have been last year. Uh, this team rally arounds um, team. I mean, San Fran rally arounds DeMarco Ryan, man. They 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 really do. Um, I know they love. I know Kyle has a brilliant mind when it comes down to the offensive side. But on that defensive side, they're playing that old school, that old school, that old school football. We're not trying to strip the ball out and let you gain three or four yards while you're running. Um, if we pick the ball off, we'll pick the ball off. We're smacking you in the face every time. So every time y'all feel like y'all coming across the middle, just know y'all coming across the interstate. That's how the San Francisco 49ers are playing. That and we call that. And we, and we call receivers. See, receivers not comfortable going across the middle against San Fran. They get to see ghosts. And the reason why the receivers see ghosts is because they've been watching tape and they've been watching how hard them boys been hitting on the other side. See, San Fran been playing playoff football on the defensive side the whole season. Mm-hmm. They ain't got to wait to the playoffs to play playoff football. So, And it's all because of their defense coordinator. So I think Ryan would be a perfect fit. Well, everybody you named before Ryan have, have had the opportunity. Go ahead and give the young man his shot. Go ahead and give the young man his shot and see what he can do. Because I see he can lead a bunch of men. You know, they rally. They run straight to him. Them boys make plays. They run straight. They'll run straight to the camera because this is what the generation do. They get their photo picture, and they go straight to their defensive coordinator, Ryan. They go straight to him. And that, that, that ain't doing nothing but painting the picture in my head. Because I remember, I remember doing that with Dick LeBeau. We do what we need to do. We say what's up to all our homeboys, and we'll go straight to Dickie. Like, so I, let, let me ask you this, though. If D'Amico Ryans has done a tremendous job as the 49ers defense coordinator, I'm with you there. What do you do uh-huh. then to get things right offensively? Because the Broncos on the defensive side of the ball, it hasn't been as much of the issue if you take if you look at the season yeah. overall. So what, what do you do no. to get the offense right if you hire Ryans as your head coach? That's my question. Man, you know, you know, I'm taking a, uh, you know, I'm taking another young up and coming coach under Kyle Shanahan. That's just how I go. This is exactly what I'm doing. Since I'm since since I'm the head coach now, Cal, you know I'm coming from one of yours. You know, so go on, go on, release them. You know, I'm coming from one of your up and coming young guys on your offensive side that's been waiting to be an OC, and and this is what I'm doing. So this is exactly what I'd be doing if I was if I was Ryan. Okay. Okay. I, I see what you did there, Ike, because I, I'm looking, though, maybe where it's like whether it's Eric Bieniemy, maybe Kellen Moore. I know Sean Payton's obviously one of the favorites whenever there's a head coaching vacancy because he sat out for a year and everything. 
For me, it's figuring out the offensive side of the ball because defense for the Broncos hasn't been the issue. But I hear what you're saying in terms of how the players respond to a head coach. A lot mm-hmm. like another who is a defensive assistant for the 49ers for you, what Robert Sala is doing over mm-hmm. with the Jets right now. Now, I know the Jets aren't trending in the right direction, but by right. and large, the Jets' defense this season, there's been a lot of improvements on the defensive side of the ball that you've seen with the Jets, and it's the personality of the head coach, Ike. Mm-hmm. I get to me, there's some parallels that would be there if Ryan's gets his opportunity to be a head coach in 2023. Yeah, I mean, he, he just, I mean, really, they got both of them got quarterback situations with the Jets and and the Denver mm-hmm. Broncos. You can mm-hmm. say what you want to say. Um, Russell Wilson has been playing well. Um, Zach, I don't even know if Zach gonna be back uh, sooner than later. We'll see what the Jets want to do in the draft. I, obviously, we'll see what the Hell, we'll see what the Broncos want to do in the draft as well, you know? Even though yeah. they just signed Russ. Um, and nowadays, you need two quarterbacks. That, mm-hmm. That's just what it is. You need a two-piece, either for trade bait or your head guy ain't playing the way he playing. You, you got to have somebody else to, to back him up. And so, remember what the Packers did with Jordan Love, and it was like, is Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers over the hill? They drafted Jordan Love, and that sparked a fire in Rodgers. What can you do to rejuvenate Russell Wilson? Because I, the reality is you've got that contract guaranteed money money for several years. Yeah. Money, money, I'm good. I'm straight. Y'all got to pay me regardless. All right, since you're straight, um, there ain't no coming back in football. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a different limelight. You, you have to have something already lined up to catch this limelight. 100,000 people, 70,000, 80,000 people ain't going to be screaming your name no more. You know, you ain't going to be going through the meetings and the routines. You ain't doing none of that. It's a different kind of uh, it's a different kind of high. It's a different kind of feel when you go through there. When you play on that field and you have millions of people watching, it's different. You can't, you can't, get, you can't get that back. So go on and make the best of it. You know what I'm saying? You can't, it, that, that adrenaline is totally different. Totally different. Mm-hmm. You can sit on TV. You can be a game analyst, but ain't, you, can't, you can't get playing on the field back. You can't get it, man. It's a totally different feeling. You know, it's a totally different. You're entertaining. You know, all them people come to watch you play. You know, so um, go on and make the best of it. I, I get it. You know, that's why that's why I love the ones who got money and they 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 ain't even worrying about the money. They worrying about it. Oh, I love Tom Brady. I love him. Tom got a boatload of money. Man, that man be so so fired up on playing. So fired. Mm-hmm. Give Tom Brady the last drive if you want to. You know what he's gonna do. <laughs> give give Tom the last drive if you want to. You know what he's gonna do. You know what he's gonna do. It's gonna it's gonna be a slow death. It's gonna be slow as hell. <coughs> we'll see what happens with the Broncos we'll and see. Russell Wilson. I, that contract Correct. is just got a lot, lot of a lot of time, a lot of it's picks like, he gave up. Yeah. A lot of cheese on that contract, boy. A lot yeah. of cheese on that thing, boy. Gouda. Gouda. NFL Sunday ticket. Could be heading to YouTube, Mike. And I've read some reports that what they're going to do would be to charge fans in the neighborhood of $300 per season. There would also be an option for fans of individual teams to say, hey, I want to watch Steelers games or, hey, I want to watch this team play. There would be a cheaper single team option. Ike, I think for the at-home experience, this is a tremendous idea. Pretty much everyone has YouTube. And I can tell you as someone who works in content creation, Ike, when people search for anything on the internet, 
the first place they go is YouTube's parent company, Google. Yeah, the yeah, second place they yeah. go is to YouTube to search for anything yeah. in this country. So if the NFL yeah. can provide its product on YouTube streaming services for the at-home experience, I think this is a genius idea. I'll talk about restaurants, bars, and venues in a second, but I wanted to get your thoughts as we knew the Sunday ticket package was coming up and we'll see where this lands, but it's looking like it's going to be YouTube TV, Ike. Oh, YouTube. I mean, that's just, that's where the generation go. My son put me on all this. You know, I, hey, why you keep why you keep on your phone? Dad, I'm not on my phone. I'm learning on YouTube. Oh, okay. So YouTube is cool. YouTube just, I mean, mm-hmm. this generation, man. Mark, this, I mean, money's just coming. Money's just coming for these owners. It's just, just, just coming. 300, 300 billion. They, 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 what y'all want to do? That, that, that's all these, we, we're going to get paid off the viewership. That's what these companies saying. How much y'all need? So if I'm, if I'm willing to give y'all three B's, y'all know we're getting paid. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. That's just, they figure the game out, man. The, these, these networks figure the game out. I ain't even talking about network. I'm talking about uh, Apple, YouTube. They, they figure the game out. We about to get paid out these views. Networks, that's why networks paying these analysts so much money because their faces are real, well known and real good on TV. Because cause, cause, cause YouTube's and these Apple's, but YouTube, man, they they're ahead of the game. Mark, they give you options. Whatever your team is, what you what y'all want to watch every Sunday? Because usually, whatever your team is, you don't watch them unless it's local, unless they play in a region mm-hmm. or something, or a prime time game. YouTube, like nah, y'all pick y'all team out, y'all can have. Oh Lord, have mercy! So I get to watch the Steelers wherever they play at. Yeah, we gonna give you that option. Subscribe. Boop boop boop. And while we talk about subscribing. <laughs> While we're talking about subscribing, make sure y'all subscribe to the Believe in Steelers podcast as well. Um, and if you feel like your hand is itching, and when I grew up, when we said our hand is itching, that means you had to make a bet, make sure you go to betonline.ng as well. Give us five stars while y'all at it, too. Ike, I've been on this this what? beat for YouTube for a long, long time as we start to wrap up here. And I, I've known this about YouTube. I tried to tell you that this was going to happen. We talked to the great Lee Steinberg about this. Right. We've right. been talking about this for a long time. Say, hey, when Sunday ticket comes up through DirecTV, Take them out, bro. what's what's the yeah, league going to do to distribute the product all, more and fighting. more and more to people? Brutus giving you now, some it, trouble? It, Brutus wanted, wants oh, to make Oh, man. Oh, uh, he won guard. He, he is. Hey, flip it over, Pooh. You got it? <laughs> you know how to I'll do it? I'll say this. All right. Ike, let me say this too for like restaurants and bar owners that rely on having mm-hmm. Sunday ticket. I hope the league can come up with some sort of agreement, whether they have cable setups, make sure that the businesses that rely on this have access. Right. And that's the biggest thing is making sure the people who want to love and watch and be passionate and mm-hmm. fans of football, that they're able to do that. That's where I land with that. So if it is YouTube TV, I hope that the league can come up with a way to where if it's a bar or a restaurant that relies on Sunday ticket, that that can continue. Yeah, I mean, they do it now. I don't know how they do it, but they, they do it. They do it. They do it for sure. Yeah, oh, we forgot about Amazon. Amazon, oh, I mean, YouTube. I mean, no, well, it's, it's Google, Facebook, Amazon. Uh, I'm, I'm missing one. It's like the four tech titans. Apple, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. 
when you if, if YouTube start giving these options to where you can just watch your team, where you can watch your football plus just your team. Oh Lord. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Amazon, oh, Apple, man. Facebook, and Google. Like those are like the four okay. horsemen okay. in the tech world. Yeah. Okay. Say less. I mean, seriously, everything you think about your devices, think about your usage, you use all four of those pretty much every single day, at least. No, 100%. Ike, this has been a fantastic show. You're the absolute best. I wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. Thank you, bro. Thank thank today's sponsor, betonline.ag. They've been rocking with us for a long time now. The Believe Network, go check them out. And if you're watching us on YouTube, please tap subscribe. Let us know in the feedback. Uh, we we didn't have what yins think this week, Ike, just because we need some more comments from our listeners and viewers. So if you want right. to give a shout out, if you have a question for us, please let us know in the comments. Give us that five stars on Apple and Spotify as well. Ike, if I left anything else, please let me know. No, you hit everything on the head. Just one thing, everybody. Hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. Hope everybody have a happy holidays as well. Um, thanks for tuning in to the Believe in Steelers to watch Mark to watch Mark and I. Make sure y'all give us a five-star rating every time. Make sure you subscribe to the Believe in Steelers podcast. I want to thank everybody who's been working behind the scenes for us. Make sure y'all enjoy y'all day, and peace. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thanks for watching the Believe in Steelers show. We'll be back next week breaking down Steelers and Ravens. Enjoy Sunday Night Football. Happy holidays, everyone. Until then, take care. So long, everybody. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.